0: Hey, hey we in- are live at um, the IRS headquarters. Yes, we're the <laughs> IRS
1: headquarters t- are in uh, Connecticut. In Connecticut. And they are at... Um, we'll one- send you the address so we can storm it together. Take, <laughs> take them down from the outside. Because we're, we're <laughs> done avoiding and evading. Yes. We're going to take it to a- the source. I'm done avoiding and evading. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Men of Doozy podcast. We're taking Connecticut these next few weeks. Yes, we're a pop-up podcast Pop-up podcast, yeah. Where's the intro? (laughs) Here we go. You know, you guys are probably well, thinking, what the hell does the doozy even mean? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Too. Oh, wow,
0: I was wondering that as well. So, uh, But the word doozy means something that is extraordinary or outstanding of its
1: kind. And if you can't tell, uh, we are not that. But we're close. We're, we're in Connecticut. Th- we're so close. <laughs> yeah, Connecticut, right? Yeah. <laughs> Moving on up. But, you know, this is the podcast that we are going to give you all the tools you need to become successful. How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I do all of these things in life? And we are willing to travel to Connecticut to do it. We are, even if it's a four-hour drive <laughs>
0: south to pick you up and then five hours to come up to Connecticut. I hate you. Right? But the best part is we're going to learn how to be successful ourselves while we also teach you how to be successful yourself. Makes sense to me. I'm Alex uh, Charizard Staub. And I'm Kirk
1: Holographic. Zapdos! uh, Ooh. Okay. Well, what are we going to talk about today? Well, um, you know, that's a little bit of a fake-out. But what are Pokemon cards? They're different types of cards. They are. They're a a playing card game. We're not even going there. They're also collectibles. They are. You can trade these cards. We're going to learn how... To trade cards. Yes, we are. And, and that's, is that what we decided on what uh, th- we yeah, were calling well, this? <laughs> I, think, I think we're
0: gonna do I think it's gonna be how to collect trading cards. How to
1: collect trading cards. Yeah,
0: because that's that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So how what? to collect trading cards. So but obviously we don't even know what, no, what, what, we're what, talking what are the podcast is. So yeah, yeah, we're
1: we're already on to a yeah. great start. Now, I don't know about you, but collecting trading cards, trading cards, whether it's been like I know for me yeah. it was was pokemon it was this did you did you collect uh yeah so i i remember i think i have like 21 22 holographics yeah i had that big like folder with all the 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 card uh inserts and stuff was it strictly pokemon or did you do like sports and other stuff i just did uh pokemon but yeah i had like my my dad and my older brother at times um they collected sports cards. Yeah. But that's like it's huge. It's it's an interesting thing because it seems like such like an old pastime yeah. of sorts, but it's still going. I mean, yeah. people still they still create cards to collect. What yeah. about you? What is your experience? You, you know, I
0: I was all about the Pokemon cards. Yeah. I um yeah, I would uh <laughs> I was uh, I went I used to go to camp and um, I would swindle kids out of, like, really bad trades so I could get better cards than them. <laughs> oh, my like, God. It all makes was, sense. Uh, I was, uh, But that was the old me, you know? Um, you
1: oh, know. you're telling me you don't swindle
0: <laughs> No. <laughs>
1: no, I just took that no, energy no, you no, put no, into no, something. No. Exactly. He's grown as a person. Exactly. Yeah. And, once he, cards,
0: and once I couldn't swindle trading cards, I started to swindle other things. Yeah, yeah. But those are different episodes. Yeah, he, he's, he's grown. He's grown yeah.
1: from... Swindling into um, uh, gambling, <laughs> gambling and uh, gaslighting and, <laughs> and gaslighting, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but well, so so we so, both have a shared experience. Yeah,
0: so I have uh, in Florida. So I, I used to live yes. up in, in Mass, right? And when we moved out of that house, um, my mom took all of our stuff and put it in a storage unit. And our poke, my like my Pokemon cards are in that storage unit. In Florida, and I had a book of just all holographic stuff. I know we got, I know that Charizard was like the most like sold with his money. Dude, I had
1: two money holographic Zapdoses. Two! Yeah. A Raichu. Yeah. A freaking, I don't know. Yeah. Those are the ones that come to mind. But yeah. do you know where that book is? I think it's in the back room of my room. There was like a little extra room close to, uh, in my closet that had a bunch of like. You had an extra closet? In your closet? Yeah. Another episode.
0: <laughs> okay. We'll dive into that another we'll time. <laughs> How to closet your closet. Great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, no. Th- yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. Yep.
0: But there's more to trading cards than just Pokemon cards. Yeah, that's the, right. The sports game in trading cards is huge. and It's been huge for But, but I decades. don't know. Yeah, but I don't know anything about the 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 sports trading cards or just trading cards in general because once I, once I get a hold of these Pokemon cards what do I do with them you know what I mean yeah and and we don't know what to do with them but we have a special guest yes here. we do and he's gonna he's gonna show us the way and how to make a profit and also get that profit taxed ladies okay? and gentlemen he <laughs> is
1: our most most uh, repeated guest yeah. on the the Men of Doozy uh, With the podcast. most views With per the episode. With most views per episode. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome friend of the podcast. And family member,
2: David Stone. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I, I haven't figured out what's crazier, the fact that I keep doing this or the fact that you guys keep asking me <laughs> yeah. so I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't we, figured well, that out we, <laughs>
1: Yes, we love it. We love that you're a yes man and that you continue yeah. to give us ideas of episodes but enough about that who's your favorite pokemon <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. i don't know pokemon but you got to find those cards you got to find those cards yeah. and then it, we're it, in they business. would
1: probably yeah. yeah well david
0: let's let's start off david's going to give us the top 5 tips on how to collect trading cards and and make it a profitable and see what's going on here and we have trading cards here with us Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but, if you can, David, if you're watching on YouTube, yeah, yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be. But David, let's just start it off here. How, when did you start trading cards? Like, what? Tell us the whole backstory of, uh, you know, why you got into this.
2: Uh, well, it started when I was a kid, just like uh, I think every other kid in the '90s, early you know '80s. You know, baseball cards were huge. Tops products, uh, everything. You know, it just. You'd ride home you know on your way from your friend's house you'd stop at a store they had the cards right and it just became a a, a collector's item but what i didn't realize at the time is the mass quantity that they were produced in so i was just collecting and um you know i remember um just you know amassing a bunch of cards you know something i kind of had an understanding of what the worth was but it wasn't anything you know too big to write home about And then, uh, and then they just got put away in a box for years, similar to your Pokemon cards, which we'll find. But you didn't swindle your cards. No, I didn't swindle. Mine, mine were a fair trade. And then. and then uh the 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 pandemic uh, appeared mm. and uh i don't know if you guys uh know this but mm. the trading industry um i think similar around the time it was like the nfts started to pop yep. up right The i mean all
0: those collectibles
2: i mean people are stuck at home what are we going to do the the trading industry ballooned again yeah right and uh wow. so i think just like every uh other person who was stuck at home for a long period of time said you know what i'll do i'll go down to my basement take out my old cards and and see what i've got Right. And um, a lot
0: of like home cleaning and and found a lot of old stuff that they could resell. There's
2: nothing
1: better than doing some cleaning and you're like, wait, money or something that could be (laughs) money? Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, here, I'm going to
2: go clean my basement and make money while I do it. Right. Maybe sell some stuff online. But, um, it turns out that uh, I was part of an era of uh, collecting that was just known as the Junk Wax era, which oh, okay. we'll get to. okay, okay. Um, so all of, my, all of my baseball cards were uh, essentially worthless other than, you know, a couple that I came across. Mm. And um, But, you know, it sparked me to start getting back into the industry and buying and, and you know, I haven't necessarily traded anything. We'll get into that again. Okay. But uh, the okay. industry has changed a lot since then, and, um, you know, it's just, I don't know, now I'm back into it okay yeah, collecting cool. acquiring so, strategizing on my next move i guess
0: well so when you found that box were you like oh my god I'm gold the, the, the gold it's, it's it. and then you yeah, found retirement it. all right well hopefully yeah. we're not a part of the junk uh, era of pokemon but no, <laughs> yeah. but no i have like the, the first no. edition no. uh yeah same th- this is like the first 100 pokemon but we're not here to talk about pokemon but it is trading cards It is, So I guess we are basically. You know, actually, the crazy thing about Pokemon. Zapdos. I got two cards that will just even
1: things out. Sir, are you swindling me? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even say the cards. (laughs) (laughs) The crazy thing. The craziest thing about Pokemon is it was also uh, a a card as
0: a person, a card game that you would play. That was the old me, David.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pokemon, you could play a game with it. Did I ever play the game? No, because no. I like the shiny things and yes. showing them off. Okay, nice. But, um, David,
0: what's your favorite uh, card? What's what's a card that you want to get? What's like the white whale of cards for for you here? So
2: I actually have it. Um, ooh. So a little, ooh. ooh, shot! A little <laughs> so, little, little side story. Um, my uh, growing up my my, you know like obviously there's an age right like the older the card maybe the more valuable right because the more rare it is right Uh if we talk just very briefly about how these this process started right years ago um cards weren't essentially part of a a selling process they were printed in the newspaper and people used to collect them right from the, the, the very early times of like baseball you know going way back right and then eventually it became a thing of like general stores they would have like little packs or it would be part of like a like a bubblegum package type thing right so um, in any event my grandfather always had these cards mm-hmm. and um, he would always show them to me every once in a while and I always knew about the cards that he had and every once in a while during like Christmas my birthday he would give me one or two cards but he always had this card and because I'm a Red Sox fan I knew he had a Ted Williams old baseball card mm-hmm. And uh, he gave that to me one year, a long time ago, and uh, I've kept it ever since. I'll show it to you guys here today. Okay, um, cool. But, but that is because uh, it's one of my favorite baseball players ever, so that's that's the number one card for me.
0: Nice. I do think do you know wow. how much it's it, – did you send it out to get it appraised? Uh, uh? No,
2: one of the things we'll talk about is, like, grading and evaluating the value of the card. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that costs money, and there is risk that itself, right, because – you, I could have mm-hmm. that card. It could it could be, you know, torn up pieces, right? But it's still the card. Yeah. Obviously, the, the condition of the card has an implication on its value. Mm-hmm. But um, in order for me to truly establish its value, I would have to send it away to a company, get graded, and then potentially try to market it. But what, I don't necessarily feel like I need to do that, one, because right. I don't feel like it's something I'm ever going to sell. Okay, there mm. we go. Well, well, the intriguing
1: yeah. questions are already uh, like yeah. on the forefront. What do you say we j- jump in? Yeah, yeah Let's jump well. in. So these are the top five tips on. Let's rip these <sighs> tips out of the package. <laughs> 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 These are the top are days. <laughs> these are the top five tips from David on how to collect trading cards. <laughs> Starting with the top five tip, which is establish your reason for the collection to set expectations and manage spending. Costs can run up fast, and if you're not sure on the objective, it might get out of control. Ask yourself is this the business or or a hobby. Now, for Stab, it was a hobby, <laughs> but he, he, he treated it as a business, because in business, you swindle people. <laughs> and he was a businessman from age 12! <laughs> right at camp. I did a lot of illegal things when I was 11. <laughs> when <I> was 11. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, somebody yes. had summer camp! <laughs> yeah. I, I think the
2: point here is... Um, in order to acquire these things, you have to spend money. Like, what's I'm gonna interest? get your
0: Zapdos by uh, the end yeah, of this.
2: I know it's back in
1: Kansas, I'm but gonna, I'm gonna get I'm that Zapdos. Yep. I'm gonna get. I'm
2: just gonna find it. <laughs> yeah. So you have to spend money. You gotta, you gotta yeah. sp- like, right? Like yeah. the the boxes you see in front of you. In order to, you know, buy cards, you gotta you gotta spend money, right? In order, if there's, you know, some, you know, you're going online, you're trying to find a card. Most likely, you're gonna have to barter or pay money for it, but. I think if you're, you know, there's people who are collectors, right? People who purchase or collect cards because they like having them, even though they know there's value, right? It's, it's part of a collection. It's a, it's a hobby that you have. But don't get me wrong. There are people out there who are purely in this for the business. They are in the business for, you know, purchasing the cards, finding the value in them, reselling them to people who don't want to go through the same exact hassle of trying to find the mm. particular card that they're looking for right and so there's 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 a business in that and if you're not aware of what your actual objective is you might just go along buying cards amassing a a huge collection and then you're sitting there after all this time you've spent money you really haven't earned any money Mm -hmm. so maybe you're just a collector i i'm guilty of that myself because to this day i have yet to sell a card but i'm Trying to get myself into the position to to sell some cards that I have. Okay, and it's not as easy as it looks.
0: No. While
1: well, you were saying that, I know it's slightly off topic. In the in the mindset of being a collector versus like a, I don't know, in the business aspect, it, it reminded me of my relationship to Star Wars Legos. Literally, okay. I have I have probably upwards of ten, and I just okay. love them because it's almost like it's like a ooh, this is like a like a special. It's like I don't know. It's like a collector's item sure. almost. You, you have to build the collector's. That item. That one day, you know. But uh, I mean, it's it, yeah, it's really interesting. It, it's a pay to play or a uh, it's it's a pay to play type of thing with trading cards. If you want to make money, you have to spend plenty of money. Yeah. Well, think about the get, people
2: you know. who buy toys and then never yeah. open them, right? Yeah. You, oh, I yeah. mean, we've seen that on like yeah. movies yeah. or other things. I mean, but that's that's a you know how do you op- how do you purchase a toy not to play with it? It's just. To stay in the box, right? So you gotta be a little creepy. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> so when for you, so for for you, it was it was in the pandemic when you busted these out and you were like, so do you consider yourself more of a collector rather than like trying to sell, or I, are I, you I, c- kind of?
2: I've honestly, I, I do into... plan on selling cards. Yeah. Um, and and the reason for that is I've started to put my collections together. Um, actually in some type of you know assimilation like an order right gotcha. um, sets years things of that sort mm. um, i've started to get some cards graded which i'll talk about um and i've you know created an ebay account and i'll start to eventually eventually do that but for a while there uh you know it was early 90s late 80s purchase cards haven't bought cards ever since two thousand. Ordered some stuff online, and the rest is history. There's
1: something. There's something about um, transitioning from the collector's mindset into the business seller mindset. It's hard because, especially if you have any type of. Um, like emotional attachment to a card. Yeah. Like, I think that is a pretty universal thing for anything. Whether it's whether it's games or <laughs> for me Legos, or toys or, yeah. or certain things that that have accrued in value over over time. And if there's it's a card that's like worth a lot to you, but then
0: like someone. It wants to buy it for like 300 bucks, and you know that they're not gonna, you know, enjoy it as much as you have. Like, would you still like my Zapdos? You, yes.
1: Yeah, you know, do you
0: still? Sell I don't believe the...
1: Stab will treat my Zapdos well <laughs> enough. He just,
0: oh, dude, I got two Snorlaxes. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right.
1: And then, hey, it, why don't you take your two out. Snorlaxes and, and, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, take yeah. this duck yeah. trio up? Your... Yeah. Never
0: mind. Yeah. And wouldn't you like to do that instead? You give me the Zapdos. You take the <sniffs> Doug Trio. Shove it up here. <laughs> <laughs> shove it up your Blastoise. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and make sure you lay some. Make right? sure you lay some some towel down because you might squirtle. Right. <laughs> you might... am <laughs> sorry. I'm
2: sorry. You might squirtle. We're I'm, talking I'm, about t- trading cards. About... Establish your purpose for what you're doing. Yes. Right. If you're, you're trying to squirtle. <laughs> okay.
0: Great. <laughs> okay. But this is also a great tip uh, to segue into. Uh, we have a real video of an actual card business that that's David, David yes. went to. So yes. uh, let's let's play the tape here.
2: So you can buy cards. You can buy cards in Walmart, Target, some large, you know, industry type stores. But there are people who have little hobby shops, right, filled with collectibles. So I'm kind of focusing here on the baseball card section because that's what I happen to collect. But there's football as you guys know pokemon yeah. magic hockey yeah. soccer soccer is huge yeah. in different part you know like different areas obviously in, in yeah across you know the what world, else yeah. is really popular is f1 racing Oh, like cards. the, the huh. speed cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I, I think, think I've seen cards like that before. Jerseys.
2: Uh, I mean, any anything you name, it's 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 a collectible item if it has to do with sports mm-hmm. or if it's something that's created in a, in a limited fashion.
0: Yeah, and you want to go to places like this instead of like, you know, a big uh, Walmart or whatever because those guys don't care about it as much as, uh, yeah. You know, Uh, These guys do with like the little boutique shops, right? Passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: they have a passion for it.
0: You know, I I did a a show back in the day once and uh, I won't say the show, but uh, this this woman's husband had a trading card shop and uh, it was very dusty in there, but he lived in a mansion. So I think there was some uh, money laundering going on. <laughs> something if, going uh, in the back. Yeah, a little some swindling, maybe. <laughs> it was
1: me. One swindler to another. One swindler to another. I see you'll swindle. Yes. I said,
0: "Oh, you trade cards." Ah, yes. You yes, trade yes, cards. Yes. yes.
1: Anyway, moving no. on to the top. But portion. he did go
0: to jail for robbing a bank after that.
1: Um, oh, well, oh,
0: lovely. Yeah. So, moving on to number four, everybody. (laughs) Number four, know the layout of the industry, okay? And the past matters. The collecting industry has changed quite a bit over time. There are a lot of companies out there, and people are in this to make real money. Check out collector and trader websites. Watch Breakers. So, what's breakers? Is breakers a, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and there are people that make a lot of money. Oh, a lot of money. Well, first,
2: let's just start with the industry. You have companies who produce the cards, Mm. right? And then you have the, the retailers who sell the cards, right? So, immediately there, just like any other industry, there's, uh, you know, a cost of value there, right? If I'm, if I know that you're in the business of, trading cards or selling cards to people I'm gonna to try to get you as many of my produced cards right so I'm gonna sell them to you at a discount so you can sell them at a markup to the to the greater public right so there's there's monetary value just in the retail aspect of this yeah um, there's secondary markets right so I'm not even even referring to the value of finding a special card, or the value that a card is set, you know generates over time, but there's also you know the the nostalgia of collecting, nostalgia of ripping cards is what we call it. Ripping cards would be like opening a pack, right? Mm. So um, today, what's very popular online is not necessarily you know myself opening a pack, but watching other people open packs online because. It's, it's one way that you can buy into a break, they say. So let's say there's an expensive box of cards out there that I want to get my hands on, but I don't want to pay full price for that. I just want the opportunity to have a piece of that box. Mm-hmm. Well, so there's individuals who have established themselves online. They put videos online of themselves opening boxes of cards, ripping through packs, and dedicating those cards to the people who have paid in. You can make so it's all online, and people wow. love watching.
0: You, yeah, that's, that's
1: incredible. Breaks. You can literally make a business out of anything. So they can be like, Greg paid
0: for this pack. Let's see what he's got or whatever. Oh Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Right.
2: Because it might be hard to acquire a particular box or a particular type of card just as an individual, but you know, certain people have access to to, and the leverage so they can buy the box and I can say, well, I don't want to spend that much money on an entire box. Let me at least take a a chance. I'll buy one or two of the packs that he's going to open and, and I'll get to watch online what I, what I've been able to get.
1: So on the topic, uh, in this topic it's like there are a lot of companies out there and people are in this to make real money i remember a few years back it was a good oh my gosh it was a good like maybe 5 or so years back my good friend ian you've met ian mm-hmm. um he w- was uh he went to the same acting conservatory as me and his dad his dad had a bunch of like sports trading cards and he sold like so many of them that he was able to help my friend Ian pay his way through th- this oh, conservatory yeah. wow. because and and th- two years of this conservatory um is probably upwards of like like I don't know like 30,000 yeah you know so wow. it's like uh, it's real it's, value. so it's, it's real like value. Re- it's really uh, it just That's goes cool. to show that some of these cards like can depending on the year and all that stuff are legit and there are companies who acknowledge that and that's just so wild to me now these so companies crazy. that put out
0: the cards well can they be like okay we know that this guy is like uh a, a, a you know a big card can we we'll only put out five cards of that Did do they decide like you know how what card is more rare when yeah, they well, create
2: well well what they what they so remember i mentioned the junk waxer yeah. so like back in the day so just for example right i have a 2002 box here a 2023 box and a 1998 box mm-hmm. which box do you think was the most expensive
0: um, well, I guessed it earlier and it was right. It was the more modern one, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right?
2: Because they produce in mass quantity the older cards, which are more identical to all the other cards that they mass produced, right? So, this is the, even though this is the oldest box, because of the error it's from, it's, it was the cheapest out of the three boxes to acquire. So, okay. now explain
1: that to me because usually I, I, I guess the, the standard understanding of that is like the older it, the older a boxer, the older a card, the more value it would have. So right. is it just depending on...
2: It, it kind of comes with the the rarity of it, right? So uh-huh. obviously if we go back even further, right, before card collecting was really a thing, that's why some of the really older cards from, you know, the 40s, the 50s, and, you know, some of these w- crazy cards that you hear about online or on television... That came from, like, the newspaper right, right, stuff. Right, right. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah, reason yeah, why like they're the most saying. valuable is because, yeah. like, people didn't really collect them. It wasn't a thing, right? right. So you get to... The seventies, eighties, all of a sudden it becomes a product that's, you know, being sold, you get to the eighties and nineties and it's just, it was everywhere. Kids, you know, I mean, you know, kids used to attach them to their bikes and you know, like, yeah, Yeah. uh, yeah, 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 exactly. So, So it's just that this bar particular box or this particular time period was produced in mass quantity without, much variation that it's just very accessible to obtain so there's a lot of it out there now don't get me wrong there are still odds or cards within this box that might be a little bit more rare than just the standard um you know card but what what you know the card companies have started to do is they 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 created numbered cards or what we call parallels or you know variations to the to the standard card and then they even tell you on the packs how rare it is to obtain one of those cards so they still mass produce what we call the base card product. But within these boxes are, you know, maybe a number of autographs or a variation. There might be, you know, in this particular box, is saying look for ultra rare neon, right? Because there's only going to be so many of those cards produced. Now those are the cards that are worth the money that's why people are purchasing these products yes, people still want to put the sets together and the base product together but you're looking for the autographs you're looking for the variations you're looking for the numbered cards
1: and you know for the most part because of those things where to look yeah for the this is making me my nerdy ass and you'll you'll under you'll yeah. appreciate this is thinking about video games and like gold trophies when it's like oh it's it's hinting that it's in this area i have to do this specific thing but and so like when you Mm -hmm. do it it's like yeah i did it but like this is yeah yeah gosh they really
2: should we open a couple packs i think so so, you know i think this
1: is a great moment (laughs) i was yeah
0: we were going to open a pack per uh thing but we should do it during the break
1: so what we're going to do right now everybody is we're going to take our mid episode break and we're also going to open up a few cards to see what we got. See what we got. <laughs> All right, All right well, we'll, see you. we'll see. We'll
2: see on the other. A Zapdos. <laughs> Zapdos? <laughs> don't, don't do it, Kurt. Zapdos. Don't do it. he's
0: trying to trick the you. The Zapdos. Everything will be fine. Let's wrap him up. Zapdos right, hitting right. a home run. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, see you on the yeah. other side. <laughs> a Zapdos rookie. Card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, everybody. Hey, to the break. We are
2: at the break. David, why don't you pick out some cards yeah, for us? You uh, have the magic touch, I David, too. so let's. Uh, well, uh, being that we are uh, Red Sox fans, right? Correct. Uh, I, I figured what we could do is, the reason why I bought 1998 was because that's David Ortiz's rookie. Year. Yeah, so baby. So I figured we could try to hey, find Poppy. a David Ortiz rookie card. Well, before we pull it, should
0: we do a shot for good luck? Yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah, why the heck not? I just happen to have three shot glasses here. Uh, I'm going to let y'all know. (laughs) Guys,
1: this is a great time for you to like this video if you're watching on YouTube. Please comment, subscribe. It helps the algorithm. Share this with your friends. Yes.
0: We're on Instagram. We're on every audio platform you can think of. I mean,
1: every audio platform you can think of. You know? Yeah, all of them. Of course, um, uh, Instagram is where the party is at. It's where you can always uh, watch our beautifully edited um, uh, trailers. You can uh, find all of our links to our episodes and maybe a funny meme or two.
0: Yeah. Um, And we we post trailers every week. I mean, we're trying here. We're 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 in Connecticut, damn it. I mean, (laughs) what do you want? What else do you want from us? God. Um, and if you have a Zapdos card, DM me. If you because, have za- a Zapdos uh, rookie card, I've got two Storlaxes that yeah. uh, are gonna blow your mind. But before we take the shot here, I just wanna, uh, you know, acknowledge our beautiful editor and what he does every episode. And uh, we just wanna know, Jose, Jose, Jose what uh, you know? What do you think of this episode so far? And do, you, do you have you have any ever trading cards? Yeah, have you ever
1: oh, trading cards? Yeah. yeah. You
0: I used to collect Pokemon cards. The episode's fine. Get back get back to it, guys. Wow. Wow. I know. I know a swindler when I see <laughs> <Yeah, I laughs> a swindler to, say say same to thing. know a swindler, okay? <laughs> Alright. Alright. Hey, swindler trading cards coming cheers. out this week. Cheers. cheers. Alright, let's get some good cards here.
2: good stuff.
1: Smooth. Okay, let's, let's get these going. Which ones are I we? I like it. All
2: right. Whoa. We'll do we'll do we'll do 3 of each. So okay. You open one of those. This is 1998.
1: Ooh. All right, so this is a 1998 Major League Baseball
2: card Bowman. Bowman, Bowman is a part of the Bowman. Uh, Bowman is a part of the Topps product. Should I keep Speaking into the microphone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, if, you, yeah. yeah if you need yeah. yeah that's, that's your... Uh, so generally, these, because they're older, they'll stick together a little bit. So you just kind of wiggle them a little bit. If you find uh, a name that you're familiar with, pause. If you see one that looks different than the others, that's what you're looking for. You're yep. looking for one that does not look like the typical base card. Yeah. Also,
0: Jose, we we know we're making this episode as quick as possible, okay? We have a timer now, so just edit, uh, you know, edit it out. Whenever. I got a shiny,
2: shiny one. Ooh. Okay, so, yeah, there's a parallel. Who's... It? I, Anderson? He's not here anymore. I don't know. I don't He's know. not with us. No, he might. Be. <laughs> Did he die? So yeah. So generally, in in the middle, you'll have yeah the, the special card, right? So I, there's probably one shiny one, what we call chrome card in the in the pack. Zapdos?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Zapdos rookie? Yeah.
2: So, we're looking for David Ortiz. Okay. What we're for. Or or if I you don't see got a him. Or some random card that's also
1: well this one looks different because did he literally everybody everybody on this oh so
2: he, here's one for the uh the, the uh what do we call it, the phillies fans right mm-hmm. this is uh jimmy rollins first bowman card jimmy rollins rookie card but it's a base card Ooh. jimmy rollins was uh, an mvp player okay he also won a world series with the phillies that's a pretty good card but it just happens to be a baseball okay so i've got correct. i've got a
0: todd hundley
2: Hundley, so and it's holographic. It is, it is. So that is the Chrome card, right? There's, so now we want a better player in that type of card, okay. in the pack. So you notice how there's a whole bunch of base cards within this right. pack, but there's one Chrome card. Mm-hmm. That one Chrome card is the more rarer of the cards in the whole set. Okay, right? so this is good. Well, I mean, it needs to be a better player. Gotcha, right? okay, have gotcha. Have you ever heard of Todd Hundley? No! Oh, okay.
1: No! No, let me, Come on. Let me ask you a Daddy a down payment on a house.
2: <laughs> I have. I've heard of Todd Hundley, but No, let right.
1: me ask you a question. You were like, if any, any of these cards look different... Yeah. Every single one of these char- uh, characters, one of, every single one of these, well, we got Johnny Damon. Huh? Well, oh, every go. single one go. of these players has has signed these cards.
2: No, they're, well, they're, they're well, well,
1: they're printed, but yep. then also Rondell White was like, I don't know how to <laughs> to spell cursive, and he just wrote it. In, in, ra- block in block letters, yeah. like I'm like, okay, okay bro, Rob, we I'm got like, trading cards for you. Cursive only. <laughs> okay, have you? <laughs> huh? <laughs> wait, Rob. wait. You're telling me you haven't collected the non-cursive Rondell White? Right. 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 We're doing trading cards. Right. Right. Pay attention. Cursive. 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 Anyways, um, uh-huh. this is a great uh, time for us to jump back into those tips. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We are back from the break. We're back. Found nothing. Not okay. yet. I don't Not know. yet. We,
2: we only opened three packs. I've Come spent on. my
1: savings on these boxes. <laughs> I'm. What are we doing? Okay. <laughs> I need to pay off my student loans, right? and I thought Rondell White, non-cursive rookie. <laughs> Rondell <laughs> Let's go. White. Yeah.
0: That was. I keep trying to sell him.
1: And that's all I, I I'm like, come on, right? That's rare, right? You're he didn't. Did, he doesn't <laughs> know cursive. Oh, the is, rare. Is, the, the, come on. Maybe, maybe your perception the of rare, something <laughs> bad is like, like valuable, but right that, now, <laughs> that guy, that guy right? was like, nah. No.
0: Right nah. now, right now, we're looking for a Rondo White cursive card. Okay. <laughs>
2: rarest.
0: Of the rarest, rarest of them well, all. Rondo White Cursive. It only happened once. You did Cursive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Well, <laughs> let's get
1: back <laughs> at these tips. Please. With Rondo the top White Cursive. Top okay, three great. tip <laughs> is uh, come up with a strategy that suits your style and stick with it. The hunt. Buying boxes and ripping packs versus target acquisition. So explain these. There's, there's like is that like kind of buying in bulk or like specifically targeting yeah, so certain...
2: We, so what we just said was the hunt, right? I, I, we said we're going to pick somebody. We're going to try to find their rookie card and acquire <laughs> yep. the box, right? Because that... Yeah. That particular rookie card would be worth some money. That if we found that card in either a parallel or a chrome version, it would be worth more than the box that we paid for itself.
1: I think I already know my target acquisition moving forward. I just need to pinpoint where all the Rondell White cards are to see if he wrote (laughs) cursive at least once. Exactly, he did. (laughs) <laughs> it did it happen once. It happened once. <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll people have
2: it. favorite players, yeah. favorite cards, right? But maybe you don't want to go out there online and spend a couple hundred bucks to get the exact card you want. You'd rather spend a little bit of money and gamble, right? This this is virtual this is basically gambling, right? Yeah. If I told you that there's a chance that there's a card that's worth several hundred dollars and it may or may not be in that box that's worth cost you fifty bucks, that's that's the risk, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or if that's the card that I want. It's target acquisition. I'm just gonna go online. I'm gonna find somebody who has that card who is a safe you know, supplier, and I'm gonna purchase it from them. Right now, I've just taken all the risk out of it. I found the card that I want, and that's the target acquisition. So there are certain individuals who just like to hunt myself i like to hunt i like to buy boxes it's I like fun to cards right I like to try where, to where find do you them.
0: hunt like specifically where's your
2: well it's more players right who's who's, who's the, the hot words? player in the in the industry who's 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 doing really well who's the number one rookie who's coming out of the minor leagues that's yeah. you know the 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 big player that i know that's gonna if i spend a little bit of money and i can turn around and sell it for more that's the gamble right yeah so yes there's you know Hall of Famers, people who are, you know, well-known in the industry and well-known in the sport that you, you know, try to target. But um, I think it's just more about as years go on. I mean, that's kind of why these uh, newer products get more expensive, because everybody's speculating on the future value of what that…
1: Of like a a, a rookie card that comes out and whether that player is going to blow up. Yeah. Which would mean yeah. their their so, trading card value would so skyrocket. Yeah, so it's good to
0: hold on to the rookie cards just in case. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So a lot a yeah. lot of people get rookie cards. They put them in, oh. in protective sleeves, right? Oh, we got some sleeves here. Yeah. We got yeah, oh we go. yeah, there yeah, we we go. Go. Them, Right, because that's another thing: taking care of your cards. But um, there's a lot of people in the industry who think that the hunt is a waste of money, right? Because if you're truly out there trying to speculate mm. on somebody who's going to be worth more, why not just go out get the card, sit on it, and you know try to retrade it at a later time?
0: Right. Okay. Mm. and like where do you specifically go to like boutiques or like ebay or local summer camps or
2: There's only one of us that has uh, profited from our summer it's camp. It's Kirk. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I was on the other side of that deal. <laughs> no, the I line... never went back <laughs> to summer camp after that. I was like, "Who is this
1: <laughs> asshole kid?" I knew I was. I knew you looked familiar. <laughs> and <laughs> selling his
0: card paid for my summer camp. Yes. yes.
2: yes. <laughs> but like retail shops, Target, Walmart, they sell all the retail products, right? Yeah. That's the hunt. If you're trying to find a particular card, you have to go online, eBay. Um, you know, and obviously, the bigger and grander the card that you're looking for, the 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 more difficult it's going to be to find it, right? You're talking about yeah. auctions. You're talking about professionals who are in the industry of reselling cars. Auctions, yes. Have you ever seen? Wow. Um, there's this new show on Netflix that's really cool. It's called um, uh, the. Oh, the Hunter. I forget what it's called, but it's it's a new show on Netflix. It's all about the most profitable retrader of collectibles. He's He doesn't even own the products. He just is in the business of selling it for people. So say you had okay. a collection of cards. Yeah. You'd call him up and be like, I, I got to get rid of these. He'd be like, I'm gonna sell those for a commission. Yeah, because he knows how to connect, and his business is all about connecting people who want things. Is this it? King of collectibles. King yes. of collectibles. Yes. This this cool if I could give him watch.
0: my Pokemon cards and, and net like a million and oh, I, would, I would give him. I would definitely give him. Commish. You know who uh,
2: Jake Paul was on it? He's a big that, uh, Pokemon collectibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or called. Logan yeah. Paul.
0: Yeah. Logan Paul. Yeah, he, so is? he, yes. he did. Oh, he Paul. has like. He, that's how yes. I saw one of the, like he did like the live. Uh, yeah. Um, he was on that show. Pokemon things. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and so this individual, there's a particular show on. You know, part of it's on Pokemon on cards where somebody comes in brings their collection and his you know his whole goal is to resell that for a commission yeah
0: he i think he went out because they like box people and like i think he went out during one of the boxing matches wearing like a like a million point five like holographic card. yeah that he sold like, yeah it's like and then i think that's and when like everyone was like oh shit. yeah yeah so that's cool
2: well, because now that card's even more valuable because not only is it the card that it is, but it's, you know, yeah. his card. Yeah, right? now, like it's his card. now it's his card. Now it's more to,
0: valuable yeah, exactly. for him to give it away. Yeah. It's going to cost more. It's all about I, what it when is. When I used to get the Pokemon cards, I used to go to, um, I used to go either go to like Spencer's back in the day or this place called Newberry Comics that was right next to the Starbucks on like that main highway. <laughs> yeah. So when my mom would go into Starbucks, I'd go into Newberry Comics and I buy all like the Pokemon cards and whatever. Uh-huh. So and then I get like that's where I get like the CDs or whatever cuz you you know this is before iTunes back in the day. Yeah. Uh,
2: so speaking of uh the, vintage the thing stock, around that that you know. Jake uh Logan had around his neck, right? Yeah. The yeah. the next point is going to is going to speak to that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go to the next point here. Uh number 2 everybody know the grading system the companies and what to look for the value of the card highly depends on grading okay so so say you have like the rarest card ever but it's in bad condition can you still sell it for the top quality because it's the only card you know what i mean
2: yes if it's the only card Condition doesn't necessarily matter because it's the only one. But if there are multiple cards, now it's all about the condition, Mm -hmm. right? And there are multiple companies out there that do grading. And there are some that seem to have, you know, sit on the hierarchy of who's the more prestige grading company, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's what, you know tells the purchaser or the collector really what they have right so especially if i'm trying to sell cards the person on the other end knows that this card is not only is real but it's been evaluated by a professional and 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 established within the ranking system of you know generally it's one through ten some some companies do you know point five point you know something as they get higher, but uh, I happen to use the company PSA, which is one okay. of the more popular companies. So I've got a couple cards here that I'll show you. One of my, right, my favorite cards. There you go. You'll recognize that individual. This yep. is uh, Jason Tatum, who's yep. you know in the playoffs Jason right now. This here is, we go. His uh, rookie autograph card. Wow. Right. That we pulled out of a box. Here we go. And unfortunately, wow. it was graded at a, a nine out of a ten.
0: Okay, so but that is that that's good though,
2: right? Uh, you know, I mean look, it's still a valuable card right um, but there are 10 out of tens out there, right? So now this card is not as quite as valuable as some of the other cards that are similar to this one. But do, why do
0: they do they explain why they made it a nine? No, they do not.
2: Okay? See that's that's oh, where that that's is. where I get it's a science they measure wow. it. it's off centering it's you know maybe there's an imperfection sometimes you don't necessarily know the exact reason one time i had a card sent back to me and it was just like not real oh yeah. whoa uh, face one yeah but it wow. but it was it was an older card that i i mean not too old but it, it must have been something that <laughs> that's i bought all and like the letter said <laughs> yeah. not they, they, yeah it said <laughs> it just was like na can't grade this but that, yeah.
1: oh, well that's the that's the thing about about this that i i it boggles my mind is that there are companies out there that make money off of you spending money to be like, hey, can you just like make yeah. sure or like confirm that this is worth money and then give it back to me? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it just feels like they could well swindle you. You have. <laughs> well, hold on a second. Because you have to, you're paying money. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Well, no, you have to find a box that you think has value. Spend money on that. Then open up each thing. Find a card that you think has value. Then pay money to get it. You know, valuated and then, and then may hopefully uh, get your money back
1: times 10. This is the most long game gambling (laughs) of of existence. After eight weeks, (laughs) my Zapdos.
0: Card isn't real. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you win in that transaction. Yeah. It was actually you who swindled yeah. him. That's right. Yeah. But for Ooh, Tatum, yeah. I got two Snorlax. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> Well, that we just do. a little. So remember, I was telling you about some of my uh, older cards here, right? Yes. So this is this the is junk is a, era. Yes. No. Yeah. No. This is this is not the junk era. Okay. This is a 19. Well, these this are like is the their, original stuff. Legit. This is a 1950 Ted Williams Bowman card. Card. Wow, This is something that my grandfather gave me, and it would cost me several hundred dollars to ship this to the company to yeah. have it evaluated. Yeah. right. What? Because Wait, how much? Several hundred. The reason is because like safety, not, al- not right? only do I have to pay them to grade it, but I would want to insure this if I was going to put this in the mail, yeah. right? And then depending on how valuable the card is potentially, is they, they, they charge you more for the evaluation on it, right? Wow. So, so I could send this away. Spend several hundred dollars and have them come back and tell me, ah, eh, it's a six out of 10. Well, now I just spend a whole bunch of money for somebody to tell me that it's not worth as much as I thought when I'm not really going to sell it anyways. That- and so mm, fortunately, okay. I don't have too many of these cards. I only have a few of these, but it's just this is something that's special to me. So I will I will share that with you. That is We'll take a picture cards. for Jose yeah. to you put gotta, it up on the you green gotta, screen. You've got to
1: be select. Yeah. What would you say about somebody who's trying to get into this has so many cards? Would you say to be selective? Yes, about you have to be selective you, as to yeah. what you sent in, because, you, you for instance,
2: can, yeah. I, you know, there's I, have some I, I just want I, I, have, I
0: have a quick question. For that, so that's your the prized the old card that yes. you just showed, right? How mad would you be if you sent it out and they said came back and said not real, <laughs> <laughs> grandpa, no. No. Real.
2: Not, not real? <laughs> yeah, no, I would, uh, I would be uh, pretty pissed. Yeah. yeah, it looks real. It is. So it it, looks yeah, legit. it is. Well, is, and it's and out it's out of a,
1: out of a um, uh, it looks like it's out of a not like an actual card thing, right? Is that? W- was that, that one that came out of, out of uh, like the newspapers? The newspaper? Oh or no, no, no. This
2: the 1950s, they started doing packs of like, s- bubble gum. Like this is, yeah, ah, okay, you know, this it. is this is when they started actually to produce cards. But they came sometimes in these sleeves, and you would have to cut them yourselves. Oh, so, so sometimes okay. the quality of I was the card is based on the number. size. Yeah. The size
1: has yeah. differed no, over different. the that, decades. No, that's
2: how old that card is. Wow. But it's like it's interesting, right? Because I started targeting some of these cards. You'll recognize some of these people. I'll just talk about this. This mm. is uh, one of the most sought like the most common Derek Jeter yep. rookie cards, right? It's just a classic 1992 Topps rookie card, 9 out of 10. The difference between a 9 and a 10 is a 1000 bucks, probably. Or wow. several hundred, depending on how you know, depending on who the collector is. But the fact that it's a nine, it's not really worth anything. You know, I many mean, nine, there's so many nines out there. But I needed it to be a. ten. But ten
1: obviously, ten. through I mean, you don't even have to do research to be like, oh, is this Derek Jeter guy worth um, getting it appraised and see if it's worth it? You did it because it absolutely. Well, you also need
2: to. Sometimes it's pretty clear that the cut is bad. Like if you look at that, you can kind of tell it's a little off shape, right? Okay. But. There's nothing wrong with the card. I can tell, right? <laughs> but it's like I just, you know, what, like what you tell me. What makes that an eight? That's the first Aaron Judge uh, base baseball card from 1913, or no, not sorry, 2013. And I thought I should send it in, and it came back an eight. So I don't know, uh. A little waste.
1: Yeah, uh, to be honest, it it makes me blood red mad. I'm like, who the. F- who the hell do you think you are? Yeah, exactly. Who do How you come think back as you as are? Oh, you're There's just some like high on. on this, this Six, council. Like, Nine, Oh, you eight. know, I know. Yeah. You know, I'm feeling...
0: You know who it is? It's Robert.
1: <laughs> What's his name again? What? <laughs> What's are you it, bringing the back cart? the first social security <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Rondell. <laughs> Rondell? What's the guy? Rondell White? <laughs> Where is it's he? It's Rondell White! He's like, I I I tried so hard to become <laughs> become... <laughs> But
0: Robert had the first social security number.
2: I remember. Oh, Rondell <laughs> White is part of the Rondell White! He's he's
1: grading he all it. of it. He's like Wrong episode.
2: Wrong episode. The first, X, the first cursive
0: card, the first social security, <laughs> and he grades the cards too. Ron, he's like D- he's like, listen. John Ron, D.
1: Sweetie. Rondell White, Ron D- White D- is still better. He's like, Sweetie. I tried to do something <laughs> different. Yeah. And yeah, maybe my first year was shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still a good player, I okay? Give them,
0: I give them a nine. They're all cursive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Stop. laughs> Send
0: <set. laughs> them the ones that aren't cursive, David. Those are the tens. Those the we'll know. <laughs> then we'll know. Flood the system. Then we'll know. Flood the system. We'll know. If all the. Like, if oh, all a lot the, of Rondell White cars are getting. <laughs> Graded these the, even, days. Even, even <laughs> if, Rondell, why? Even if the cards are bad. <laughs> but all the non-cursive ones come back 10, so you'll know it's Rondell.
1: <laughs> oh. Ah Rondell, oh. you've been swindling this all the you've whole time. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> well, um, So grading <laughs> Only system. Rondell cards come back in ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh Rondell. <laughs> uh. Breaking news in the trading card game. Apparently, Rondell White has, has monopolied the trading card games for baseball. Apparently, he is not given a 10 out of 10 in 30 years. Yeah. Because nobody noticed. Yeah. That <laughs> right. Comes in out. 98, <laughs> he's, he's like, Willy he comes out. <laughs>
0: I put, I put four <laughs> cursive
1: cards
2: <laughs> in, in chocolate bars. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, uh, <that's->
1: uh, <laughs> wait, wait, what part uh, are you saying? Hopefully
0: kidding. we find them and go to the, <laughs> the Rondell factory.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> the, the, the Rondo baseball card factory (laughs) Uh, oh my god well moving on uh, what did we learn about that tip Uh, uh, (laughs) grading systems and companies are wow rigged the rigged. Ro- <laughs> Ring. by Rondell. by Rondell. <laughs> a new documentary on HBO Max. Yeah, coming buy, soon. Yeah. Uh, buy your Rondell bars. Okay? Um, uh, we're on to the t- number one tip now, aren't we? <laughs> yes. The number one tip, everybody. Oh, my is, head hurts <laughs> Don't trust anyone named Rondell. Oh, Just no. kidding. The number one tip is know when to sell or hold. Mm. Pull the trigger. Before it's too late. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, think about this. Think about uh, in, in sports. Think about, like, the steroid era. Think about all the people you knew yeah. that, the people that have these Era? Records, right? Just, <laughs> Wait, no, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> well, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but there There's are...
0: one card where Rondell, during the steroid era, was... <laughs> <laughs>
1: He just, <laughs> I mean, he just wrote his name. There's
2: Ron W. Ron. <laughs> Ron.
1: <laughs> the cards <is> W. Gonna...
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my poor, oh, <laughs>
1: poor, Rondell White.
2: No. no it, so as well, you were saying. They, they can lose value, right? So there, there are situations that happen in life where, you know, somebody maybe gets caught with steroids or suspended, and maybe they were the hot player, and now all of a sudden they're immediately cold. I mean, maybe something happens that makes them extremely valuable, but at the same time, if you don't act, right, there are certain situations where, I mean, think about these players like Barry Bonds, Jose Canseco, Roger Clemens, all these individuals who are... Clear Hall of Famer statistically, but their baseball cards do not carry the value like anybody else's because of the, the situation that they are.
1: Involved. Funny fun fact, interesting fun fact: uh, Jose Conseco and his family lived next door to my house in Kansas for two years. Wow! Okay. When I was growing up, yeah, Jose Conseco. Oh, yeah, like okay. he's he's a massive guy. I like was I would like play me, me and my brothers would like play with uh, his his son and stuff and. Yeah, interesting family, but, like, he was, like, never really around. But, like, I met him a few times. He, he was big, massive dude.
2: Oh, yeah, generational yeah. talent. I mean, crazy to, you know, statistically one of the, you know, the better offensive baseball players, right, but just not regarded as somebody who's collectible. Mm, interesting. Um, it happens to, I don't know if you guys know who Fernando Tatis is. That's the most recent example. He's only been in the league two or three years. He was one of the hottest rookies coming out. And last year he got busted for performance enhancing drugs. And his the stock in his baseball cards plummeted wow, and he was at the geez. top on in terms of like collectible memorabilia. And then it just, you know, that happened, right? So if people Who did he had play sold for? Uh, Padres, San Diego Padres. Right. So that's an example of, you know, a situation where you're collecting cards. It's you know, if you don't if you're sitting on those cards now. And maybe, maybe you targeted. You went out and you spent 1000 bucks on one of his cards, and now it's only worth 200 You just lost quite a bit of money. I would like to show you one example of an absolute exaggeration of when you're supposed to sell. Mm, okay. One second. got to reach back here. Oh, yeah, you got it. All right. So don't mind my uh, <laughs> 1980s Trapper Keeper. All right. <laughs> Look so at all, this. We're all familiar with the Marvel industry, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. The Marvel movies? Yeah. yeah. So, so during, during the, the pandemic... <coughs> these cards oh. were made in the 90s whoa okay. you got Marvel the 90s? cards yeah, in, the
0: 19, in 1990,
2: 1992 they are the Marvel Heroes Series 1 and Series 2 cards wow. this is the Captain America card I'm willing to take it out because it is virtually worthless Okay. but for a period of a year or two people were paying hundreds hundreds to a thousand dollars for this card because the Marvel movies were out Yeah. it was a big deal and nobody had like these cards existed but like nobody was really like reselling them so somebody all of a sudden said I'm going to go get all these cards graded and they were the first one to sit there and be like I have the first Captain America card and people fell for it and they went out and like so for a period of time these cards were worth it. so don't get me wrong there's some cards in here that are still worth some money yeah but <clears throat> these were mass produced there is no Real tangible value just given that there are thousands to a hundred thousands of these but this particular card out there But for a couple of months with during the pandemic It, it people paid up to a thousand dollars for this card And yeah. then it just and then and then the information came out whether it was on YouTube you can watch YouTube videos about this exact situation because people were like why are you paying so much money for this card you can pay 99 cents for it from me like i have 100 a, a of them because i got a bunch of boxes when i was a Yeah kid. yeah yeah and it was it was crazy that there was a he lot got of people swindled. Who, people made a bunch of money off these cards so there was a period of time where i might have been able to turn around and just be like well i have Half of the Marvel set here. Pay me, you know, ten thousand dollars, and I'll give you all of them.
1: Now you're swindling. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. See, you must have learned a thing or two from Ron. The now, apple white. doesn't fall
0: far <laughs> from the tree, does it? I just act on the thoughts.
2: But it was like Marvel was hot. People didn't yeah. like kids. Kids now and people now didn't really know what these cards meant and what they were, but. It didn't take long. I mean, you can see the the price now. Like, there's some people who are still trying to sell them for a lot because they're late to the game. But there are people who made out like bandits selling these cards when there's not really any rarity or like real value to it it's it was shocking once so i you, found out so that.
0: you've expanded to the marvel universe <laughs> no there. this
2: it's, is what this is another thing that i clicked when i was a kid this is oh that's, so hence, the, 19, since, hence, oh, oh, hence wow, the 1990 wow. trapper keeper oh nice this is what i purchased when i was a kid and when i found out what was going on i was just too late to the game i didn't realize what oh. was happening and then when I went to be like, well, maybe I should get these graded. I saw all the videos out there like, yeah, no, they're everywhere. This yeah. is not a rare thing that you have. Yeah. Now there are a couple rare cards within the set. There are holograms and there are like, you know, a few cards they printed that there aren't a lot of, and those are worth money. But like, I just pulled out Captain America number one of that set. It's worthless.
0: But it's all about finding the person that will spend the thousand dollars on it. Exactly. Okay
1: gotta find them. Which there's things. a lot okay. of stupid people on the internet too. Yeah. And at Summer Camp. <laughs> <clears throat> and at, and at Summer Camp. That's right. Yeah. Well gosh. Is that well actually
0: I have uh I have one more surprise for you guys. Really? So while we we were talking about this trading card thing for a while and I actually went out and got uh my own trading cards here. Oh, um, that they were Pokemon, and I went deep on eBay, and I found this guy who found like some first edition, like little pack. Okay. So we got some uh, Pokemon. To open? Co- yeah, yeah, to we're open. Yeah. Or- yeah. open yeah.
2: Early pack. Yeah, early pack. Ooh. No way, oh, dude! Just so this happens, is awesome. I have sleeves, and if I'm we just find, kidding. Oh.
0: Um, I I do <laughs> have something. Uh, <laughs> you suck! <laughs>
2: you suck, dude! You what? swindled <laughs> me. Yeah.
0: I, swindled you. I do have something, I do something different. different. These are. Limited edition, first edition, um, first of its kind, Men of Doozy Trading Cards.
2: Oh! (laughs) Yeah. Is there a wordy factor? Let's
0: see. So we have the back here. I'll show these uh, for them. But these these were printed, you know, 1998, (laughs) something like that. (laughs) we have we have kirk's card first okay okay should i look so, at yeah, it yeah yeah read it out look it out yeah so this is uh this is Kirk's host tra- kirk. this is this is the Menaduzi podcast trading card this is a trading card you haven't cards. seen this before i've never no? seen i've never <laughs> seen this yeah. before he, this t- he told surprise. me he had a surprise this
1: one is, of one this is host kirk cause strength 30 power 30 speed 30 magic 100 <laughs> his uh uh different attributes Owns a forklift, certified dump truck. <laughs> Loves to play with Legos. Was Shrek in a past life? Yeah. Everything came up in that in yeah. this episode, basically yeah. about this. Yeah. I can't that wait! Is amazing. I, I'm going to cherish pow- this forever. It's a
0: powerful card here. Show it around. And and this is David's. Uh, you got
2: me a card. Oh. I got David. You you are the top David, guest. <laughs> I,
1: David,
0: I said we're we don't sitting. Know why. I said we're sitting here with all these trading cards. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if David had his? A, a, own good trading bit. card yes, okay please so here is David Stobbs uh, I've never seen Le- that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here's the trading card for David Stobbs Re- right, read the stats right. okay. strength 100 okay.
2: power 100 okay. speed 100 mm. magic 100 mm. oh look at these mm. attributes attributes loving father mm. oh. Oh. great
0: attribute great attribute perfect hair great hair <laughs> look at that hair I don't have it <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> evades taxes, doesn't avoid them. That's true. Yeah! That's true. He evades,
0: don't, it doesn't avoids.
1: Yeah. That is perfect. And what yeah. about yours?
0: And then mine, I have here, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is my strength is seventy five. Okay, power seventy five, speed twenty five. Okay. Magic 50, and the attributes that I have is bald. <laughs> <laughs> powerful card. Powerful card. Right.
2: Well, gosh, what a card. Right? Hey, hey, so hey, these are one of ones. These are one, one, of, one are of ones. These are rare. These are rare. These, these are, very are rare. rare. These are rare. Well done. It's all good. I'll uh, trade you. Know yours. <laughs> 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 I'll uh-huh, yours. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm for listening. For a snore loader. <laughs> we need to put these I'm in some of, covers. I'll give you a top loader for that. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Look at this. Here we go. Top loader. Just so these are top loaders, heavy plastic one wow, oh, yeah. wow. T- yeah look at this this is awesome God, you got
1: oh, your
0: yeah.
1: look, look at that man. well ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i went to
0: staples and i went up to the guy <laughs> and i said i want to make trading cards and he said huh and i was like yeah these are the pictures uh you know laminated like this and he's like oh, this will take hours and i was like no it won't it took me 10 minutes yeah and they fired him. So <laughs> like, we have our own first edition trading cards. This, this is, is incredible. This was a surprise I wanted to and say this to is you guys. So to the end. Great. Yeah. I so, think this is a great place yeah. to. Uh, no one to
2: sell these. Yeah. No, exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Oh, we'll <laughs> go. We'll go. <laughs> David sells
0: it immediately. Right? There's value One, here. Once
2: we blow
1: up, yeah, yeah. these will be valuable yeah. and we'll sell our own. We'll cuts. sell our own cards, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Men of Doozy podcast. Yeah.
0: This was, uh, you know, comment what your favorite tip was. And if you have a tip on how to whatever, then. Send us a comment, DM yes. us, you know, teach us, this Please. Is the, you know,
1: share this with your friends learn. on YouTube, on all the, on Spotify and all the, the audio platforms. And if there is something that you want to learn about and have us teach you while we also learn about it, let us know. Do you want to be, do you have an interesting topic to teach us on? Is there something interesting that you want to, you know, come on the podcast and talk to us about? Let us know. Yeah. Let we us We love know. expanding yeah. uh, What we talk about in here.
0: And uh, give it up for our guest here, David. Yes!
2: Thank you. Our, huh? our and, and, our and the next yes. he's, yeah, he's also right.
0: going to be in a, a guest on the next ten episodes we have <laughs> coming up as well. Uh, but David, any any final words here on collecting trading cards?
2: Um, no, I think we've covered just about everything. We'll open these boxes off, uh, off, you know, off the air, and if yeah. we come up with anything great, we'll let you know. Yep. Hell yeah,
0: I mean, we will. All right. Well, uh, love you guys. We love you guys. Um,
2: this card's going for six million dollars right now. <laughs> mine so. is going for six million and. One (laughs) dollar. And I'm a collector. I'm not selling mine. Oh, okay. We'll see you next time.
1: We'll see you. Love you guys. Love (laughs) you.